Welcome to the Starseed Lounge with me, your host, Tristan Browning. I am a psychic medium, mentor, spiritual manifestation coach, and a quantum hypnotherapist. This podcast is a movement for people that are ready to own their spirituality and stop giving a shit about what other people think. Just by listening, you are raising your frequency, expanding your consciousness, and stepping into your highest motherfucking timeline. So open your heart and open your mind and get ready to receive, baby. Let's go. Hello, Angel. I'm so excited for this, I was going to say session, but for this podcast because these are tools that I have used throughout my life in different times when I felt like I was just in it, in the thick of it, just hanging by a fucking thread, not feeling comfortable, safe, feeling like there's just parts of me that needed nurturing and maybe I didn't have access to that or maybe I didn't even know where to start and sometimes when you feel that like stuck you also don't have the energy for a bunch of different healings and modalities and sessions and so we're just bare bonesing it here so this is what I would do if I was in a slump and I needed to start energizing and activating my energy so that I could feel like I could be a conscious creator and have and be and do what I want. So the first thing, depends where you're at, right? But the first thing that I want to share is that oftentimes this shutdown that we experience is actually related to our nervous system. And it can come from us not feeling safe. And this safety can be so many things. For every person, it's so different. There's no one single thing that will make a person feel shut down. Oftentimes, I find it's a compound effect or a singular traumatic event. And again, trauma, as I've spoken about before, is not what happens to you. It is just something that you've experienced that you don't have the capacity to move through to the other side of. Whether you didn't have the resources, you didn't have the tools, you didn't have the wisdom at the time, and it just stored away, and it can create this underbelly of not feeling safe. So whether you know what happened that created this stagnant loop, or maybe you felt like you've always kind of been in it, that's not as relevant or as important as knowing how to move through it, right? Because we're not trying to go backwards. We're trying to move forward here, right? And that doesn't mean that we release and never ponder or heal our past, but I think that sometimes we can get in a loop where we're just always trying to go back and heal the past and back and heal the past. And there's so many more ways to do it And oftentimes healing the past is best when we do it like in hypnosis where we're not like reliving it, but we're kind of like objectively being able to see it and move through to the other side of it without it bothering our conscious mind as much. So that is one thing I recommend. But if it was me and I was like not able to get out of bed and I was just having a hard fucking time humaning, I would first start by being really gentle with myself By just acknowledging like, shit, I'm having a hard time right now. Getting soft with yourself instead of criticizing. I find that when people are in this loop or this stagnancy, they often just start to beat themselves up about it. And what you're doing is you're adding more shame to something that already feels shameful. And those are heavy frequencies, piling on heavier frequencies. So to diffuse that frequency of feeling low vibrational, we need to shake it up a bit. We need to start um, kind of like, gently 
loosening it so that we can activate it with new frequency. And how that might look is different for everyone, but being kind to yourself, watching your inner talk, realizing, oh, this is a season. This is not permanent. This is a temporary feeling that I'm having in my human experience. And then what we want to look toward next is really getting honest with ourselves in a neutral, curious way, like a little scientific explorer. How the fuck did I get here? What happened here? You know? And maybe you pull out a journal. Maybe you just sit and ponder as you're listening to this podcast in this moment and just ask yourself, how did I get here? What, not even like in a shameful, like, oh my God, how did I let myself get here? But in a way of like, hmm, was there a certain event or was there something that led to this frequency? Do I find that I feel this way at specific times of the year, which is something not a lot of people talk about, but we can actually have stored trauma that implants into specific times of the year. And then when we come back to that time of the year, we feel like our nervous system is just shot again. And it's because it remembers the threat. So feeling into that and just intuitively asking yourself, you don't have to have it all figured out just right now, as you're listening, intuitively ask yourself, what is the root of this? And just trust the first thing that comes up. And maybe you want to write it down in your notes, on your phone, on your journal, whatever you feel called to. Then from there, what I like to do is I like to see, okay, so this is the root or this is the why. Maybe I'm feeling hopeless. Maybe I'm feeling like um, I don't have people in my life that I can be supported by. Maybe I'm feeling like I'm drowning in motherhood, whatever it is. And then we need to feel into how would I feel and maybe this is hard to imagine but how would it feel to not feel this way what would I like to feel instead and I'm not here to try and bypass and force you into that feeling but I just want you to get curious of the options maybe you just kind of explore them and you're like well that doesn't feel possible to me right now that's okay so just in this moment how would you want to feel instead vibrant, elevated, lit up, energized, at home in yourself, inspired, passionate, um, even maybe neutral as a baseline, feeling connected to your community. There's so many different, you know, adjectives or nouns or pro or pronouns, <laughs> verbs that you can utilize to, to kind of quantify what that would feel like. And so in order to feel that way, there's usually some shifts that need to be made. Depending where you're at on this scale of vibrational frequency, how low you're feeling, how drained you're feeling, it can feel hard to take action. So I want you to start thinking of it as a scale. So we actually have an emotional scale, which is really interesting. Um, If you Google like Abraham Hicks emotional scale, it's really enlightening to look at. But you'll see that you know, depending on which one you look at or resonate with, like the lowest emotional vibration might be like hopelessness or apathy. And then when you go up, it's like anger or whatever, right? Curiosity. And then it goes boredom. Like, like it all just like goes up and up and up. And what we want to do here is start to cultivate an upward spiral in your frequency and in your emotion. And that is kind of by hopping up to the next emotion, In order to do that, we need to feel safe. 
and I find that this piece is missing in a lot of the teachings around, you know, healing and manifestation and mindset work. If your nervous system does not feel safe to go from apathy to boredom, which would be an increase, then it will fight you tooth and nail and not let you go there. So what I want you to do right now is place your hand on your heart for a moment and just ask yourself, I would like to feel, or sorry, say, like, I would like to feel a higher vibrational emotion in this moment. And then tuning into your inner child, this part of you that lives within you, if you listen to the last episode on inner child, and asking her or him or them, what do I need right now in order to feel safe, nourished, and expansive? Another way to ask this could be, where is the resistance? (laughs) Viva la resistance. I don't know what that means. (laughs) It just poured through me. I just channeled that that French message and probably butchered it. But asking yourself, how can I melt this resistance? Because usually that's what it is. It's a resistant feeling toward moving forward and entering new chapters, entering new energy, transversing time and space to embody a version of you that feels fucking better, right? So your task, if you're listening to this and you're like, I feel blah, wherever you're at with that, whether that's you can't get out of bed, whether that's you're stuck in a career you don't like, you're stuck in a relationship that is not serving you deeply, whatever it is, your job is to focus on your frequency. How can you fine-tune that bad bitch energy into your life and embody that in incremental steps? And we're not talking about getting super masculine and structured and rigid and I have to do this step, then this step, and take this action. This can be as gentle and soft as you want it to be, but the idea is that you're taking where you're at, doing what you can with what you have, And that's what I would refer to as accessibility. Whatever feels accessible to you with the resources you have, with where you're at, so that you can move forward and deepen into yourself and unravel these layers that are not serving you, right? Another method I want to say, so just to recap, from what I can recall, I actually had to pause in between recordings here, but... EFT tapping, super easy. Look it up on YouTube. It takes like two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, however long you want it to take. And eventually you get to a point where you can just do it yourself. Somatics, gently rocking your body, moving your body, whatever it is. Watching funny shit, you know, raising your frequency through laughter and joy and delight and pleasure. Um, And then connecting with your inner child and assessing this resistance where it's coming from and how you can move through it, right? Listening and honoring that part of you that is literally running the ship of your life right now. When you do all of this, what you're doing is you're creating a compound effect, like I mentioned. So the more you're doing whatever you feel called to, whether it's somatics, EFT, child work, whatever, inner child work, you are slowly and incrementally shifting your frequency. You're shifting the way that you're able to show up. You're shifting your timeline 
your trajectory. You're being the glitch in the fucking timeline, baby. And that's going to allow you to create quantum ripple effects where your timeline starts to rearrange itself and things start to show up differently. The colors might start to, you know, literally seem brighter in your reality. You might notice that people start responding to you differently because you are becoming more embodied. You're becoming more vibrant, more whole in yourself. You might notice that things feel easier, that you have this inspiration to take better care of yourself. You might notice that all of a sudden the things that felt hard don't feel hard anymore. Maybe they're just like a little bit challenging, slightly resistant, but you're doing it anyway. Another thing that I haven't fully mentioned here, hypnotic healing. And this one, you have to be mindful of you know, whose content you're absorbing. I don't recommend going on YouTube and looking for hypnosis because I don't, I'm so conscious of what I consume that I don't want to be consuming something that's rewiring my mind from someone that I don't know or trust, right? Which is why I'm actually, big news, creating a membership, which I eventually want to turn into an app that has all of these resources that I've just shared with you that you will be able to access in the moment as you need it because I found in my practice all the time when I'm like guiding my clients to do self-healing I was like okay you have to look it up on YouTube or go over here and like I couldn't just hand them over the resources I would have to like you know book a session with them or talk them through it on voice note when it could be something that they access without even having to be like hey Tristan not that I don't love that they reach out to me to, to be supported. I love seeing and witnessing and helping my clients. But more accessibility. You have the resource. It's there. You can move through it, right? And maybe they reach out after and they're like, oh, I just did this. I feel so much better. Sweet. That's awesome. Or maybe I need like a little bit more here, you know? And with, with this accessibility of this app or whatever... It gets to be safe. I know that the the message, the information, the channeled um, hmm, resonance that moves through me is for the highest good, right? And so it's information that you can trust and feel safe with, which will help to get you out of any kind of slump that you're in if you allow yourself to open to the magic, right? So with that being said, you can create your own, right? So that's why with somatics, with EFT tapping, whatever it is, if you learn it maybe through YouTube or you read the documents and how to do it or you follow a page that teaches you how, you can do it yourself. Self-healing. But there's a lot of power in being seen and witnessed as well. So if you feel called to that medicine, having a healer hold space for you that you trust and love and know or that you feel called to, right? maybe me, who knows, link in bio, just kidding, but actually, if you do feel called to it, I'm here, right, so these are just a few things, but hypnotic rewiring, literally, you can do that yourself if you want to, just most people don't know how or they don't do it, what I do is I record notes on my phone, this is like my juicy life hack that I don't tell a lot of people, you're hearing it here first, folks, so I record a voice note on my phone and I listen back to it, I've shared this with my clients before, but it is so powerful, and maybe I'll go more into depth than that in another episode, but basically, you are kind of doing a guided meditation for yourself, just following your intuition, speaking softly, just opening your heart, 
and just taking yourself on a journey. It can feel a little bit daunting, especially if you haven't done a lot of meditations or you don't know what to say or you're not sure where to go with it. So like I said, I'll record another episode so that you have that as a resource so that you can record your own. And maybe I'll even share kind of like the things that I would say in it. And it's going to be different for you because you are not me. You're not in this exact same season in the same body in the same life, right? And that's why there's so much power in you doing it for yourself and recording it. And then what you do is you listen to it when you're meditating um, or when you're sleeping or when you're just hanging out doing dishes around the house. Don't listen to it while you are driving because if you do it in a hypnotic way, you will feel sleepy and you might zone out, which is no bueno when you're operating a vehicle. (laughs) Okay, so moving on from here, maybe you've done all the things now and you've watched the movies, you've done some tapping, done some shaking in your bed, whatever you feel called to. And you're like, well, I don't feel better immediately. Or it's been a week of this and I don't feel better. It's been two weeks of this and I don't feel better. Patience, honey, patience, because these are compound effects. Some people might have a breakthrough in a day. They might have a breakthrough in a month. They might have a breakthrough in two weeks. They might be, you know, it's, it's really just dependent upon you, your frequency, your openness, how deeply rooted this funk is that you're going through. Shifts do not happen. Well, I shouldn't say that, but usually they don't happen like immediately in our physical reality where everything is fucking different. Yes, they can ripple through our reality and our timelines can shift and that will be quantified and it will reorganize itself, which is a whole like other beautiful topic. And you may notice that when you do these activations within yourself, these EFT tapping, somatics, maybe your world does feel brighter. Maybe people do respond differently, all these things, but it might take longer for certain aspects to fold into the story of how you want to feel, right? They might need more time to cook, but they're still cooking. They're still cooking, honey. They up in that kitchen being cooked, so you just have patience, okay? Keep putting in the intention and the embodiment so that it ripples into your reality. Our reality is a very, um, for the most part, dense physical experience. It's slow vibrating, uh, vibrating, sorry, I was gonna say vibration, but it is, it's slow vibration, slow, slow vibrating, wow say that five times fast holy moly (laughs) holy moly i don't know where i picked up holy moly but i've been saying it like forever now oh you know what i actually picked it up from one time we were skiing in jasper this is an adhd moment here um and one of one of the runs i think is called holy guacamole and i was with my ex and his cousin and his cousins (laughs) it was a black diamond and i don't know just like you know when certain people say things it's funnier So when I say it might not be that funny, but he was like, do you know why they call it holy guacamole? And I was like, no, why? And he's like, it's holy guacamole. That's a steep run. And I was just like dead. I don't know why, but it made me laugh so fucking hard. And I'm just, now it's just holy moly from holy guacamole, right? Okay. Anyways, moving on. Also to Jasper, if you go to Marmot Basin, if you're a snowboard girly in Canada or you want to come to Canada and go snowboarding, um, it's a fickle one. She's fickle. Like, I've been very lucky. I manifest weather, which we can all do. But every time I went, there was like a huge, insane powder dump, which I guess is not usually the case from what I was told from locals and like, um, you know, ski patrol people. I cannot remember how. <laughs> Lifties, shall we call them. But yeah if you go just be mindful of the conditions I guess because 
it's a it's a little bit of a travel and if you get there and it's uh, not ideal you can be a little heartbroken or just manifest that it's a powder dump that's my recommendation okay carrying on oh and if you don't know me like i'm obsessed with snowboarding so now you know now we are getting to know each other here today okay so <laughs> trying to move on for the third time here i digress i don't even know where we were at but I'm just going to go with where I feel called in the moment to speak and share from. And that is that (sighs) taking deep breaths is also fucking huge. As I just took a breath, like I could feel myself sink into my body, you know, and as you probably did the breathing in this this session, like it does feel like a session, um, you probably felt that your body just de-armored a bit, right? So taking those deep breaths, One thing that Marley Rose Harris says that I really love, she's a manifestation um, coach, is that when she does something that's scary or something that's like triggering or something that like feels uncomfortable, like looking at your bank account or whatever, she takes deep breaths as she's doing it to signal safety. I love that, like doing it in the moment. So that's something that I can recommend as well from her to me to you. But yeah, so basically increasing your frequency. There may be so many other things that you feel called to embody or do on this journey of embracing and moving up the vibrational scale, but those are just a few very basics that I always, always, always fucking come back to. When I don't feel like I can journal, when I don't feel like I can start manifesting new realities, when I don't feel like there's really like a bright, beautiful future ahead of me where all my wildest dreams come true, that is what I go back to, you know, during seasons of separation when I'm feeling low or different things that I've gone through in my life where I'm like, holy fuck, this is a lot, a lot. And I think most people would usually crumble under such circumstances without support. And a lot of us do. But now that I have these tools, it just, it's not like I never experience anything bad or nothing bad ever happened. I shouldn't say bad, but you know what I mean? Hard experiences. It's more so that like these hard experiences feel more graceful. They feel more resourced and supported because at least I have a way to transmute. And now you do have a way to transmute this energy. That's all it is. It's energy that you're experiencing in your reality, in your conscious awareness, your subconscious awareness, and your perception of you as a human being. And so as you move and clear this energy, as you quantum shift in little ways by doing things a little bit differently each day showing yourself it's safe you are increasing your frequency and then you will get your head above water and eventually you'll look around and be like oh cool i feel safe to start dreaming now so you're moving up this ladder and on the next rung what's available to you will feel a little bit more expansive you may feel called to start doing the manifestation visioning and journaling and dreaming right? So just know that it gets better and that this work you're putting in on the other side of it, there's so much expansion and you get a blank slate to create, right? Even if you don't feel like it right now. The other thing that I want to share is that it's really good to be honest with yourself about when we tune into, oh, what is causing this? Why do I feel this way? What's, you know, the initiator of this energy that I'm experiencing? Knowing if it's something that you can solve by taking action and doing something or getting support or whatever, or if it's something that's out of your control, right? So for example, if you're in a shit relationship 
and it's making you feel really low vibrational because you're not getting what you need, you're not giving them what they need, whatever. Your solution might be to have a hard conversation with them and open up in your heart. I don't always suggest like immediately like block him, fucking stop being with this man. I will never tell someone what to do with their relationship because I believe we are conscious creators and we can mold new circumstances. But sometimes if it's too like sticky, taking a step back and looking and being like, okay, what do I have control of here? What can I actually do to alleviate and help me move through this? And that might be, oh, I need to have a conversation because I don't even think this person knows how I'm feeling. So maybe if I told them that could make things easier, right? Or maybe if it's like you're wanting to switch careers and you're feeling like really drained by your career, it's like, okay, well, what's your, what's your option? Probably exploring new careers, right? But maybe if you can't right away, you find ways in the moment, in the experience to find more joy, to search for more gratitude, to see this as a stepping stone into the next level and layer of who you are becoming and who you are being. It's temporary, babe. The whole experience of life is temporary. And how beautiful is it that we get to shift? We're not a tree. We can move. And actually, trees can actually move, which is documented. But that's another story for another time. A lot of stories for another time around here. (laughs) So seeing the impermanence can be really relieving as well, right? And sometimes we think, oh, well, then I just have to abandon this experience if it's causing me pain. Sometimes you have opportunities to alchemize it, to shift the feeling and the experience of it, right? I see this a lot in relationships now that I'm more conscious and aware. A lot of women are changing their self-concept and it's shifting the dynamic of their relationship. Or they are wanting to switch their career and so they're shifting their self-concept and up-leveling their frequency And then they're getting a promotion and they fucking love their job, you know? So it's not always that you have to abandon shit. Just sharing that because I feel like someone here needs to hear this. But sometimes it is. And so trusting yourself because you know better than anyone. You know better than any reader, than any oracle, than any psychic, than anyone. You know in your heart. Sometimes we lose sight of that trust because we have had experiences where we didn't listen to it. And then it actually gets quieter but I am here to tell you that the more you listen to it and validate it, the stronger it will get and the more you can trust yourself and lean into that, okay? That is where I feel called to end this podcast. So I'm sending you deep love, deep reverence. And if you feel called to share anything, any takeaways that you have from this this podcast, this experience, I would love to hear it. Um, Slide into my DMs, baby. So my Instagram is at I am Tristan Browning. And it's spelled T-R-I-S-T-Y-N, Browning. You can DM me there, message me um, if you feel called to. Just share whatever. It's never too silly or too small. I love to hear it. Also, too, I think I'm going to turn on the function where if you want, you can like ask a question via voice note on the pod so that I can respond to it in real time as I listen. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, I love you and I hope that you're doing really fucking amazing. And if you are experiencing a slump, it's temporary, honey. Onward and upward, we're going to be okay. Love you. And also if you feel called to 
work with me. Um, my current offering at the time of this recording is a one-to-one -one psychic and healing session. This is a shamanistic journey that I take my clients on where we utilize whatever modality needs to come through to facilitate an activation of your frequency and a healing and reparation of the parts that feel resistant or sticky or stuck um, so that you can expand, right? So that you can move through. I used to do just readings and then just healings and animal intuitive readings and meeting. I, it was all separate, right? And while I don't necessarily do animal readings in my other readings or mediumship doesn't really come up in the readings, what I do now is I mostly focus on here's, here are the messages and if I feel called, we go into a healing experience and I ask, hey, does this feel right for you? Every single time they're like, yes, and then we go into it, right? Um, so that's been fucking powerful and it's really deeply transformative because we're transforming the layers in every area. Physical, we're doing maybe some somatic, some tapping, but even just sharing and hearing your voice is a somatic release. So being witnessed and your voice being heard, so fucking powerful. And then we're maybe talking and um, just activating through things that I'm sharing with you, these messages from your soul that are coming through me to you. And then also we may go into a hypnotic activation where we're doing healing, maybe some inner child work, parallel lifetime reparation, um, clearing cords, releasing wherever we need to go. I never know where any session is going to go because I just follow it in the moment. And no two sessions are ever the same, which is so cool. Which is why I feel like as a neurodivergent woman, if we want to call it that, I'm still, four years later, loving this work. Whereas a lot of people are like, I'm sick of doing one-to-one. -one. I'm just like, yeah, no, I fucking love it. Maybe I don't have as much time for it anymore, which is why I've also had to raise my prices. But I still want to do this work. And I'll, I'll probably do it to the day I die in some form or another honestly. <laughs> so if you feel called to, um, there's a link in the show notes to book with me, show notes, my Canadian accent is coming out. And um, yeah, that is all I feel called to share. I love you. Bye.